Welcome to Staying On Point with Joey, where we speak on topics that affect our spiritual growth while using biblical verses and resources to help us stay on point. Let's go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's yours truly, Joey. Uh, It is another wonderful, blessed day. And I mean no disrespect to anyone who is having a horrific day. If you are, um, my prayers go out to you. And if you're having just a challenging day, my prayers go out to you as well. We all, I think we, like I said, we've stated it before, (laughs) where, you know, the days that, that I may have a good day or the days that you have a bad day and the days that I have a quote unquote bad day is the day that you have a good day. And one of the things that we've been talking about is that every day is blessed. What happens in it is what changes our outlook on that specific day. Um, let me give you an example. If if you if if you have a job, um, everything went well for you in your job. You got your paycheck, all your bills are paid, and you get to go spend something on yourself. Then it's it's a good day because nothing bad happened. You know everything's up to date. Uh, and then that same day, a a coworker of yours or somebody that you completely do not know, <laughs> it lost his job or lost her job and now can't pay the bills um can't pay you know the rent and you know how they're going to pay their electric and how they're going to heat their home or cool their home etc etc and it all happens on the same day and to me it's it's so impacting personally because it took me years to figure that out i mean i know it sounds kind of uh, messed up or you know kind of slow whatever but um, i'm learning every day and i think i believe my opinion is that if one makes himself available to learn from the days, to learn from their experiences, to learn from their mistakes, then you actually get to become um, exactly who God wants you to be in, in, in life. Let me put it that way. This is, this is the reason why I say that is because with all the stuff that, that I've experienced, like I said, you know. It, it, it led me to understand that there was decisions that I made that were wrong and there were decisions that I made that were right. Uh, there were people that I, I cut off of my life that uh, I shouldn't have. And there were people that I kept close that I should that should have cut off, you know. So those things are bound to happen. And, and I like I said, I'm a believer in that, you know, when you when you when you live long enough, if you pay attention to God's lessons, you'll be able to experience bigger blessings. So I'm gonna repeat that again. When you live long enough, okay, and you you, uh, experience God's lessons, you'll be able to experience bigger blessings. And the reason why I say that is because if we pay attention, we can see that God is is using different things to to talk to us, whether it's personally or just in general. Uh, What's going on in the world nowadays with with India, um, you know, Lord, you know, I like, I don't know what else to say. You know, it's horrific. You know, when you got thousands of people dying every day or hundreds of people, whatever the numbers are, I don't even know what they are anymore. Um, but, you know, seeing that, that, that they're burning the dead bodies because they got no place for them. They, uh, two weeks ago, I think it was, they were running out of, or last week they, they ran out of oxygen or the oxygen levels were low in a certain place in India. 
You know what I mean? Like they could have kept people alive if they would have just given them oxygen, but they, they didn't. You know what that is to basically, you know, die and, 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 and know that you're about to die. You can't breathe. I don't know about you, but I don't want to go out like that. And so you're going to have people, maybe you yourself is wondering or wondering, you know, if God, God is love and God loves us and God doesn't want anything bad to happen to us. And he does got plans for us and, he, and he's got a purpose for us. Why would he allow those, those things? And one of the lessons, like I said, remember one of God's lessons that um, has ministered to me was that most of the time it's not even really God's doing most of the time it's our doing now before everybody gets their stuff in a bunch okay uh, I am not pointing the finger at anybody specifically what I am saying is if we look deeper into situations into circumstances you'd see sometimes that decisions were made through the generations and and there have been signs and signals of of somehow in some way god you know using a a preacher using a, a politician using a scientist using whoever he wanted to to say hey listen these things are going to get out of control sometimes when people don't listen the outcomes are what they are and then because they didn't listen in the first place or didn't take heed or they didn't pay attention to those lessons, then the outcome is horrific. And then it's so much easier to question if God did love us, then why would he allow it to happen? Which would go, like I said, if we start to think about it differently, see things differently, we would see that God loves us that much that he's given us so much time with signs. You know, we turn on the news financial situations, you know, catastrophes. Uh, I remember when I bought my house in 2008, I bought it right before the housing market bubble blew up. I didn't know what that was. I just wanted to get a house for me and my family. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't know. I said, hey, look, this is a great deal. All right, cool beans. You're helping me with closing costs. You know, it's not the house that I wanted. Um, but to get us out where we were at, it's a perfect start. It's a perfect first home and we'll move on. And literally a month and a half later, boom, you know, the housing market crashed, um, you know, the, the, the depreciation value of the houses went down. I mean, it was just chaotic. I, I, I was like right now, uh, if you have great credit, you know, the houses are at uh, 3%, sometimes 2.8, 2.5%. I was paying 6.5% and I had good credit. And this was 2008. Um, you know, so, so. But I wasn't paying attention to the signs. You know what I mean? I, I, I clicked the TV and, and I passed through the CSNBC and, and MSNBC and all this other channels. And I see, oh, house market does bubble. Yeah, yeah, whatever, you know. <laughs> and, and, and I passed through them and making myself ignorant to the fact that those are all signs that God put out there. Um, and we can we can put it as conspiracy theory that it's governments, you know, putting fear in our hearts and all stuff. And some of it is, um, in my opinion, but there's other, there's other pieces that if there's proof of what's about to happen, then, then we need to be, let me give you a perfect example. You know, years ago, I mean, even when I was in high school, that was years ago, um, 
you know, we're talking about global warming. I don't know what global warming is. And I just, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, you know, my ignorance. Um, now we're starting to see the effects, man. Ladies and gentlemen, like we're starting to see the effects. You know, mountaintops are starting to get, turn into dirt because the salt, I mean, the snow is, is melting. Um, we got we got uh, uh, shorelines on the south that are starting to, to shrink because the water's coming up because the glaciers are melting, you know. And, and nobody, and, and I, I can't say nobody, but the majority of the people are not paying attention. They're just thinking about it. Oh, okay, whatever, you know. And let's focus on this. And then when the the poop hits the fan, then all of a sudden that now, oh God, 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 well, he's telling us, listen, be prepared, you know? And and one of the biggest things that 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 is gonna happen if it's not happening right now in your life, in your marriage, in your family, in your ministries, uh, it is is worry. We've been talking about bitterness, and the way that I felt to share with you tonight is. We're going to mix those two together because I've experienced it, you know, where so much worry in my life turned me bitter. I just got tired of worrying. I got tired of of struggling in my mind and and being ticked off. I just became bitter. Um, So, you know, tonight I wanted to talk about that, about that emotion, you know, how how we can actually mess us up to the point where our bodies start shutting down. And so before I, I start, I wanted to share with you, um, you know, the, the, the outcomes or um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like what happens, you know, when, when you worry too much, the, the, the worry side effects. Let me put it that way. The worry side effects. And I, I wanted, to, I wanted to, to share this with you because it's real important that you could be experiencing some of these some of these, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Some of these effects, uh, you know, it causes high anxiety. Okay. Uh, if it gets untreated, uh, you get, you get, you know, the hormones, you know, that, that get so messed up in there. Um, you know, it affects, it affects your dry mouth, fast heartbeat, fatigue, headaches, inability to concentrate, irritability. Um, it can lead to depression and evil suicidal thoughts. Even if you don't commit suicide, even just having the thoughts is bad enough. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's so much like worry can tire you out. You can bite your fingernails off till, till there's no more and until it's too late. Um, you know, you got bags under your eyes, you know, your nervous system, you know, it, it ends up like I have here, you know, worrying too much can trigger it to release stress hormones. That speed up your heart rate and breathing, raise your blood sh- blood sugar, you know, and send more blood to your arms and legs. Like over time, this can affect your heart, blood vessels, muscles, and other systems. And this is, you know, webmd.com. You know, you can find all this information. It affects your muscles. You know what I mean? It affects your breathing. What else? It affects your heart. We already spoke about it. Like blood sugar for real. Even the immune system. It can make it harder for you, like don't, things that you don't even think about. It can make it harder for you to fend off the flu, uh, shingles, and other viruses. Like, you know, your stomach, uh, your intestines. You know what I mean? There's there's so much stuff that can happen when you 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 when a person worries. And so, look at this. Now, the aftermath of what we're going through, or let me let me put it this way. What we're going through presently could be a result and an outcome of worry in itself. Remember, we've been talking about how much it takes for bitterness to present itself. 
bitterness doesn't present itself right off the bat. It takes time. You know, it starts out as anger, then it turns into rage, and then it turns into bitterness. But like we talked about the past couple of weeks, if you if you get to the source of why you're angry, then rage will never get there and bitterness will never be born. So if you are a bitter person or you're dealing with bitterness, it is because it has gotten to the level of, you know, of rage. It has gotten to the level past anger. It's gotten to bitterness. So uh, remember, bitterness is that one emotion that clings to your heart. Okay. Well, worry clings to your mind. And if you can't focus on something, if you can't focus on what you need to, worry will be present. It'll be your best friend. It'll be as close to you as your shadow. Matter of fact, it will be your shadow. Everything, every decision that you do, you will worry. Um, every everything that you see, you will worry. Everything that you can't you can't maintain, everything that you can't get, it'll be worry. Whether it be, oh, I don't have friends, oh, my marriage is not working, oh, my kids are not listening to me. All that stuff builds up that worriness. And that's why a lot of people end up, you know, unfortunately uh, getting separated or divorcing or doing adultery or, uh, you know, getting into into crack or heroin or opiums, uh, uh, you know, opioids. I forget what it's called. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't even speak tonight. <laughs> opioids. Um, you know, you get into get into pills. You get all kinds of stuff. And and the reason why is because we, we don't really want human nature. We don't really want to feel that anymore. We don't really want to feel, you know, the, the pain and the anguish and the frustration and the bitterness. We, 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 we want to get rid of it, even if it's for a little while. And so we end up looking at it for the wrong places. So what do we do? You know what I'm saying? What, what do you do from Philippines to United Kingdom to South America to India uh, to Russia, to the United States, to Canada, to South America, to Mexico, Central America. You know, what do we do? You know, because not like I said, not everybody's government is the same. Not everybody's life is the same. You know, not everybody has, you know, money to, to, to pay for their family's food. So they end up robbing or they end up selling their bodies, you know, to, to make ends meet because they, they can't afford because the economy is that broken. So there's so many things. So rather than allow worry to get to them, they end up taking things into their own hands. We end up taking things in our own hands and we end up making decisions. So that way we feel, you know what, if nobody's going to help us, we're going to do it on our own. And and worry, ladies and gentlemen, is is something that, that clings to our mind. And because it clings to our mind, it sucks the life out of us. So I wanted to share with you Matthew 6. And I wanted to uh, start with uh, verses 25 and, 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 you know, we can, we can read it. I'm not going to read all of it, but it's 25, uh, to 34. And I'm just going to take bits and pieces. So that way you, you get something that, that a word from God tonight that you can take with you and keep close in your heart and your soul. And eventually it will spruce up fruit and life in your mind. So Matthew 6, Matthew is the first book of the New Testament for those of you who are starting on the faith. So Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, it says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Now, this is Jesus talking to his disciples. And, and when you look at verse uh, chapter six, you know, you'll see, we're not going to read, like I said, we're not reading. 
um, we'll see that he was giving instructions right, right from the jump, right from chapter six. We can see that, you know, he started off with, you know, making sure that we do good to please God. You know, he taught us, he taught the disciples how to pray, you know, with a, which is the father's prayer, our, our father who art in heaven. Um, he, he talked about fasting. He talked about laying treasures in heaven. The lamp is the body. Um, not m- m- making sure that you understand that you can't serve two gods. And that's a verse 24. I mean, verse 24 only. Uh, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and the world, or you can, depending on the version I have here, the new King James version and Maman and Maman, just for those of you who, um, uh, want to know, uh, Maman means, uh, riches. Okay. So you can't, you can't serve both God. So he continued teaching and, 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 and I love the way that he put it because I, I've learned also and, and this is, this is me. Like I said, you're going to have other teachers, other podcasts, other preachers, you know, that have thousands of, you know, members and followers and so on and so forth, um, that, you know, may speak on it a different, but this is, this is where I'm at. You know, when, when we see Jesus is saying things, okay. He's obviously going to say, he's obviously going to say it for a reason. Okay. So and the reason why I say that is because if, if you look at verse 25, he says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. He's already he's already attacking the situation before the disciples even asked that question. He was already attacking the source. And remember, we've been talking about, you know, um, for us to overcome our emotions, we need to attack the source. He's already attacking the source. He said, Listen, guys. I want to share this with you. And they didn't even, in none of the verses before that, they didn't really say, they didn't, the Bible doesn't specify that they asked even a question about being worried about following them. He said, therefore I say, do not worry about your life. What you would, so if he's coming out and saying it, it's because he notices and he's learned and he's understood that that's what they're thinking. And I don't know about you, um, but humanly speaking, human nature will make you feel like, you know what, uh, how can you not worry about life? what you will eat or what you will drink. I mean, like you got to eat, right? You know, you got to, you got to drink water, your milk, you know, different types of, uh, smoothies, <laughs> depending on where you're at. There's, there's some of you right now that, that it's tough because, you know, you have to decide in between eating and drinking, um, and, and, or paying a bill. I, I get it. I've been there. Uh, I'm not saying for you to do it, but I remember when I was in that situation, um, I, I actually, uh, got food. I didn't pay the bills and God saw me through. Um, it took me a long time for me not to worry about that. Um, and I said, listen, you, you turn off the light, you know, I'll give, it's not like I'm trying to rob them. It's not like I'm trying to not pay for the light, but if they want to cut it off, then I'll pay the, you know, the, the shutoff fee and, and the, and the, and the connection fee when I get the money. Um, I'm just making sure that I feed my family. So if I have to feed my family and, and, <laughs> and, and candles, then we'll have a candlelight dinner for the, for the, for the next month. You know what I mean? It'll be intimate. And, and my excuse to my kids would be like, no, you know what? We're doing this as a, as a memory, um, and as appreciation of what we have. <laughs> so I'm not saying for you to do it. I'm just saying that it's something that I did. Um, but I love that, but you know, I love it's just so impacting of what he says is not life more than food and the body more than clothing so while we are talking about a uh, lord hello 
What do you mean we're not going to, you know, we shouldn't worry about what we're going to eat and what we drink? How else can we live? And you want, you want us to be walking around naked? Like, I can't be wearing the same clothes all the time. But the whole point of it is, is the concept and the context of what he's bringing. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? He's basically saying, listen, I know those things are important. But is it that important for you to worry about them? Because life is so much more than what you think. So he's basically saying, listen, I, I know full well that you need these things, but if you worry about these things, the life that I've given you will be sucked out of you. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? So, so he's not saying don't be concerned. You know what I mean? Like it's not saying, oh, I lost my job. Great. You know, I'm, I'm good. I'm just going to stand here and wait till the checks come in. No, you know, you could be concerned. It's, it's a, it's a normal human nature, uh, uh, emotion. It's a feeling you, you get concerned. I get concerned sometimes. I'm not going to sit here and lie about it, you know, but the whole point of it is, is allowing that worry to overcome you that much that it sucks the life out of you. And my, my understanding is that when he said at, when he said, and he asked the question, is not life more than food than than and the body more than clothing? He's basically saying, listen, it's all right for you to be concerned where it's coming, but don't worry about it so much that it takes, it takes everything out of you. Because then, you know, you end up being, you turn 30 and you look like you're 55 years old, you know, and, and, and a lot of it has to do with worry and stress. And then what ends up happening with worry and stress, then you get into smoking cigarettes, then you get into smoking marijuana, then you get into drinking, then you get into to sexual orientations, you get into just to fill in that void because you figured your mind is, is going a million miles a minute and it's basically saying, well, if you do this, if you do this, you're, you, you'll, you'll be good. You'll be good. No, it's not good because now after you've done it, now you, you spent seven or eight dollars on a box of cigarettes when you could have had seven or eight dollars to buy you a uh, uh, half a gallon of milk or you know uh some cookies something something for your body to do that so so he wanted to make and then he goes into verse 26 he said look at the birds of the air for they neither sow nor reap nor gather in the barns yet have your heavenly father feeds them are you not more value of they i love that think about it when you and i worry it's one of the exercises that i've done throughout the years i don't do it all the time but when worry starts to creep up i try to encourage myself to as i'm driving and as i'm walking to look outside and actually see the birds and it is the straight up truth come on y'all you know for well those of us that drive to work, those of us who are outside, y'all know full well that the, the crows and the ravens over here in the U.S., and you know, they, they don't care. They know somebody, the crows know full well that somebody is some, is some, some way, uh, an animal's going to get run over somehow, some way, you know, in the highway. And it's not to be nasty, but they're not sitting there like, oh my gosh, I'm going to eat nothing. I'm like, look, man, I know somebody's going to try to cross the highway and they're not going to make it boom there it is i got my food i'm good so he's basically saying listen you know look at the birds of the air so he, he's telling us when you worry it's because you're focusing on the problem but if you take out a couple seconds away from focusing on the problem and focusing on the birds you will actually have a better concept of what god is trying to tell you in the midst of that moment hey if you're with me and if you love me and I am with you and you are in me and I am in you, there is nothing that will ever separate me from you. So if I take care of the birds of the air that cannot speak, that cannot worship me just because well, they don't have a choice. They were made to do things. 
and they can sing and they can call, you know, whatever the case may be. But you and I are so privileged because we have the opportunity to choose because we want to, not because we have to, because we want to. And so when we focus on those things and we focus on the birds, now, wait a second, I don't have this, 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 and this, and this. But if you just look outside your window and see that the birds wait patiently in the morning, I know for well a lot of people have heard the early bird gets the worm. Okay, I didn't know about that for years. I, I don't know what that meant. I just repeated it because, you know, it was something that everybody else said. But what it signifies is that early in the morning, the, the bird that wakes up the earliest is the first one. Why? Because sometimes, especially after a rain, you know, they, they go into a field and you get those worms that, that are already out there. By the time you get there in the evening or in the afternoon, on a day like that, you ain't going to catch no worms. The early bird gets it because there's nobody there. You get to feast on those things. So he's saying, look at the bird. So it's something that you have to do. It's something that I have to do. Nobody can do it for you. Nobody can do it for me. You can't do it for me and I can't do it for you. We both got to do it all together by ourselves. We got to look outside. We got to look at the birds. And then, you know, I love that question. Are you not more of value than they? I love that. I love that because sometimes we think to ourselves that because things are happening to us, we're not worth anything. But most of the time, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you. Not most of the time, but a lot of the times, okay. We feel like that because of our own decisions, not because of life. You know what I mean? Do, 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 are there people out there that have had dealt a a bad hand? Yes. Thousands of, of people have been dealt a bad hand. Okay. There is nothing that I can say like right now. Okay. There is nothing that I can say. I'm speechless uh, to know that as we're talking, there's a child or there's a, a teen that is getting picked up, drugged, and getting sold into slavery, sex slavery. Yeah, I don't know what to say to that. I can't even imagine what they're what they're what they're going through. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I cannot. You know, if it was my daughter, I would I would I would be ballistic. If it was if it was somebody I knew, I would go ballistic. I'm I'm even concerned about the people that I don't know. Okay, what I'm what I'm saying is, when we look at our lives. And we, and we, and we, and we put everything on the table. Yes, we have bills. Yes, we have betrayal. Yes, we have, but somebody always has it worse than us. Okay. And we all have something in common and, and, and it's just not one thing. This is one of those things that we have in common. We worry because we don't know what to do. We don't know what we're going to do when those things happen. But you and I have to figure out, okay, why did worry creep up on me? Was it because of a decision that I, I made, a decision that I needed to make, an action that I committed? You see what I'm saying? Was it was it the way that I spoke? Was it the way that I that I see things? Did I mismanage my money? But yet it's easier to blame others when I don't have the money. So those are all things that you have to evaluate. What Jesus is telling the disciples specifically, he said, listen, before you even ask, I'm going to tell you because you're worth more than the birds. So which, which of you, and look at verse 27, which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? In other words, one more day to his life, one more ounce to his, to his stature, one more ounce to his height. You know what I'm saying? Like you cannot, by worrying, you cannot add another day. As a matter of fact, you're stealing yourself days of life with the worry. 
And so he goes on in verse 28. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in those of glory has, was not arrayed like one of these. Now, I love that. He goes, so why do you worry about clothing? Remember, the disciples did not say anything specifically in the verses before that. They didn't say, oh, Jesus, I'm just so worried about this. No, 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 no. He knows your heart. He knows my heart. So he, he was talking to the disciples because he knew exactly what they were feeling, what they were going through, what they were thinking. And before they opened the mouth, he had the answer. And, and, and it's like that with God. God has the answers. He knows where our comings and our goings. He knows for well our last day in the world. He knows for well when we're going to be born, when we're going to be born again, when we're going to come to his feet, when we're going to leave his side. Like there's so many things that God knows. And he's saying, which of you, okay, which of you don't worry about the clothing with like, don't worry about it. And he's basically saying, listen, I'm, if I'm telling you not to worry, it's because you're going to be provided those things. If you worry about them, you're going to start doing things on your own time, on your own effort, on your own strength to do what you need to do to provide for yourself. And he's telling us, I am your father. I am your Messiah. I provide for you. You know what I'm saying? And so when we, when we get that, we can see Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, where it says, you know, lean on not, not in your own understanding, you know, uh, but trust in him, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, you know, so, so there's so many things that, that if there's worry, there's no trust. If there's no trust, there's no faith. If there's no faith, there's no belief, you know, so, so all those things go, go together. And I, I know for well that we're talking about these emotions and how we can do it and how we can overcome it. And so today I wanted to share with you exactly what it is. Look at verse 33. He says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Wow. He's a master. He's, he's just a beautiful teacher. He says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. So many people have misused this verse. And I would love to break it down before we finish tonight, because this is the answer for us not to worry. We got to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Some people say, oh, well, you know, everything that you want and everything that you're looking for, if you just you just pray and you just worship, God will give them to you. No. No, that's not the way it works. No, it does not. Okay. I'll sit here and, and, and talk and conversate. I will not debate. I will not call it a debate, but I will converse with anybody who wants to, to converse about that. That is not what it's saying. He's saying, listen, but seek first the, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So let's break this down. Seek. Seek specifically means uh, seek out, um, look for until you find. So in other words, keep going until you find what you're looking for. Do not stop. So he's basically saying, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So it's not just the kingdom of God. It's not everything that he represents. It's not everything that he is. It's not everything that he wants to do here on earth and through you and in you. No, 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 no. And his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So, so before you, you, you say, oh, well, you know, well, then what am I supposed to do? And how am I supposed to just, you know, how can I receive all these things? And how am I supposed to allow God to do it? That's exactly what we got to do. If you want these things, if you don't want worry to be in your life, me and you have to seek God's kingdom first and his righteousness. And then everything that we need will be added onto us. 
So what does that mean? The kingdom of God and the righteousness. It means righteousness is everything right. You see what I'm saying? Full of righteousness. We just, just it's everything right. Okay, so me and you got to do things right. And then it goes on to say, and it says seek. So seek things, everything that is right and seek everything, the kingdom of God, which signifies basically his kingdom. He's the king of our domain. The domain means territory, the kingdom of God. So, so we got to seek what he is, who he is, what he wants to do, what he's about and what, and, and his characteristics. You see what I'm saying? And everything else follows. In other words, what God is trying to tell us tonight is if we focus on his relationship, on his beauty, on his grace, on his mercy, on just his awesomeness and his greatness, while we're focused on that, he's going to bless us with everything else because we're putting him first. So if worry is present, it's because at that specific moment, we are not putting God first. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but that is so deep. That is so deep. If worry is present at that specific moment, whatever moment that you and I are going through, if worry presents itself, is because at that moment, we're not seeking God, uh, God's kingdom and his righteousness. So we got to flip the script. And once we flip the script, God is going to provide everything that we need. That's what he wanted them to know. And I love the way that he ended it. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will have its own worry. <laughs> it's the truth. Some, some of us are so worried about tomorrow, not even knowing if tomorrow is going to happen to us because tomorrow's not promised to nobody. You know what I mean? God take care of you and God and God continue to protect you. But you don't know if tomorrow's going to be your last breath. You know what I mean? So why are you going to worry about what you're going to do next year or what you're going to worry about doing in the next three months when in reality, you don't even know if you're going to be here in three months. I don't even know if I'm going to be here in three months, you know? So you, you and I have some, some reality checks to go through. And we need to realize if worry is present at that specific moment in our life, it's because at that specific moment, ladies and gentlemen, we're not seeking God the way that we should. And he was teaching the disciples, listen, everything else that you need, God will provide because you're special to him. But you got to prove to him how special he is to you for you to receive all those things. Woo, man, that's deep stuff. So I pray that somehow in some way you receive this. I pray that somehow in some way you put it into practice. If you're in a situation right now that you are worrying, how do you pay your bills? And I, listen, I, God is not a genie. Okay. What I am telling you is don't look for God just for him to answer those things or give you or provide you those things. You got to look for God for who he is and what he can do with you and what he wants to do through you. And then everything else out of the blue. Listen, there's some people that I know, including myself that have lost a lot of things. And we're building ourselves back up. So don't give up. If you lost your business, don't give up. If you lost your home, don't give up. If you had to hand in your car, like myself a couple years ago, don't give up. Keep working on it. You can't, you, you know what I mean? You can't save the whole world, ladies and gentlemen. You can't even save your own, for goodness sakes. So why worry about something? If you know for well that you can't pay for your car, you know what I'm saying? Then hand you know you got to make a decision you can either hand it in refinance or, or do something evaluate your situation because it could be that you could afford your car if you stop misspending your money you know that's a whole different ball game but i'm just telling you jesus is trying to talk to us right now at this moment okay and he's letting us know listen i know you're worried about things i know i know signs are are are, are in front of you I'm coming back to pick up my church. I'm coming back. Whether you're prepared or not, 
Ladies and gentlemen, whether I'm prepared or not, he's coming back. There is not going to be no excuse for me or for you that we can tell God, oh God, I didn't serve you because of this. He's given us those many days. Like if you and I are alive, it's another opportunity. It's a blessing because it's another opportunity for us to get our relationship right with him. You see what I'm saying? So he loves us that much that he kept you and me alive for one more day. For what reason? Only God knows. And the only way that we're ever going to discover it is if we what? Number one, we seek his kingdom. Number two, we seek his righteousness. Okay. And number three, we don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will have its own problem. Let tomorrow worry about itself. You and I got to focus on what we need to focus on because until we do, worry will always suck the life out of us and always bring bitterness and the nastiness out of us as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what you're going through, but I felt in my heart and in my spirit to share this with you today. I thank God Almighty himself for he is the one that directs these classes, these that directs these, these podcasts. I pray that you're being blessed. Thank you for everyone, every single one, all five of y'all, <laughs> all five of you, uh, 10 of y'all, whatever it is. Thank you. Share with somebody who you love, somebody who needs to hear this message because this message is for all of you. This message is for me. Thank you for taking out your time with um, with me every every Wednesday here on Staying On Point. Thank you. I, 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 my love to you. Um, my prayers are going to go out to you. Uh, I, I just look forward to, to doing something big and great on the outside. I'm working on conferences now. So if you have a church, if you have a group, um, I would fly out. It doesn't even have to be in a church. It could be in a home. It could be in a conference room. It could be wherever. If you're interested, you know, hit me up, let me know, um, write me here on anchor. Um, but until then, uh, I pray that you continue to work hard, uh, into doing everything that you can to stay on point. All right. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Blessings, y'all. Tune in next week to Staying On Point with Joey. Enjoy the rest of the week and God bless you all.